All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Devils with a Deke with your host, Nick Scortino. So uh, we've got a lot of stuff to kind of talk about this week. Um, you know, Devils are coming off a uh, 7-1 win against the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you know, it was a very solid game by the Devils themselves. You had, uh, you know, goals are scored by Mike McLeod, Dawson Mercer, uh, Nico Heischer, Jesper Boquist, um, Pavel Zaka, and Thomas Tatar. So you had a very good, um, you know, goal distribution by the by the Devils. Um, in that game, you actually had a few players that had some multi-point games. Um, so Michael McLeod, Dawson Mercer, Jesper Boquist, Pavel Zaka, Ty Smith, Damon Severson, and Ryan Graves all had some uh, multi-point games uh, against the uh, Canadians. And now we're shifting our focus towards the uh, St. Louis Blues, who we take on tonight. Um, so it's going to be a pretty interesting game, uh, I think. So, you know, uh, the Devils currently are 16-26-5, and, and St. Louis is 26-13-5. So, you know, the leaders... Um, for each respective team, so for the Devils, uh, Jesper Bratt leads the team in points, goals, and assists. And for the St. Louis Blues, uh, Jordan Cairo leads the team in points and goals. And, um, yeah, hang on one second. Um, but, yeah, so uh, for Bratt, it's um, going to be pretty good. Um He's having a pretty pretty good season, and it's uh, Robert Thomas leads the Blues in assists. Sorry about that. And so, uh, Justin Bratt's having a very good season. Um, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. He's leading the team in all categories, you know, with 14 goals, 29 assists, and uh, 43 points. So, uh, he's having a really good year. Uh, it's nice to see him kind of uh, breaking out a little bit because he's been a little non-existent these last you know few seasons but it's uh it's very good to see him doing uh as well as he is uh just some other guys i want to talk about on the team so um nico heischer obviously the captain he currently has uh 10 goals 16 assists and 26 points on the season um I think his game has really stepped up uh, since he's been on the ice a little bit more. Uh, he's been healthy. And, you know, last season I think it was kind of a – not necessarily a fluke, but it was just a very unfortunate season for him. You know, uh, broke his femur and then uh, fractured his um, nose really badly. So it was just a very tough uh, set of injuries for him last year that kept him off the ice as much as it did. So – but him coming out this season, 10 goals, 16 assists, 26 points, I think he's obviously going to get a lot more goals and assists. He's been very good offensively, and even his defensive play has been uh, excellent for the two-way forward that he is. Uh, he's been very beneficial to the def uh, Devils' defense, which, to be honest, I won't sugarcoat this, it sucks. <laughs> it's non-existent. And that's also primarily because, you know, um, Dougie Hamilton's been out with a fractured jaw, so losing a uh, defenseman like that has been very tough on the Devils, and it's not very—it's not been very beneficial at all. Um, so yeah, basically. But uh, going back to Heischer, he's been doing very well. Um, 
Then, obviously, another guy we, we uh, got to talk about on the team is Jack Hughes. Uh, you know, missed a, f- missed a few games uh, uh, in the beginning of the season, but that was because he uh, dislocated his shoulder, but came back. Uh, he's got 12 goals, 15 assists, and 27 points on the season so far, but unfortunately, three days ago, he entered the COVID protocol, so he's been out since then. But... Hopefully they get them back within the next two days uh, once the quarantine period is up because they can definitely use him. Um, then we'll talk about um, we'll talk about a guy who the Devils lost in the expansion draft, but he was waived by Seattle, and the Devils obviously took him back with open arms, and that is Nathan Bastion. Um, he's got nine goals, two assists, and 11 points on the season. And, you know, that doesn't sound necessarily like – stellar to a lot of people you know he's only got two assists and nine goals and um you know there's nothing that seems like oh this guy is really important to the team but he has found a very good spot on the power play with uh the first team power play and he's been great you know he's a very good you know very big body um sits there uh screens the goalie all the time. He's been getting a lot of very good deflections and tip-ins that have been very beneficial to the Devils. And it's, you know, it's really good to have him back. You could tell him that uh, when he was drafted that he didn't want to leave. So really enjoy him being back. Then another guy that's been honestly, uh, in my opinion, is very good since they acquired him via trade um, before the expansion drafts, and that is uh, Ryan Graves. Now, there's been a lot of speculation, too. The Devils are that he's Ryan Graves is a very good trade asset to uh, a lot of suitors. But I, if I'm the Devils, I, I stick with him because he's been a fantastic uh, left defenseman uh, with Dougie Hamilton when Dougie Hamilton's healthy, and he's been he's been elevating his game left and right um, as the season's gone on with the Devils, but. Uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes, and we'll see uh, if he can do anything tonight to help stop the St. Louis Blues. And, you know, right now, too, he's got a total uh, on-ice time of uh, per game, which is 21 21 minutes and 6 seconds, which is really, really good. Uh, It's better than his three years in uh, Colorado so far, so... Uh, I'm very excited and hope that he can stay a devil. Uh, then another defenseman that's actually been uh, a lot more solid than I had actually thought was uh, Jonas Siegenthaler. He's been uh, he's been a very good uh, asset for the Devils since they acquired him via trade last year from the Washington Capitals. And at the age of 24, he's been you know. He doesn't have any goals this season. He's got nine assists and uh, nine points, but he's been a rock as a third-line defenseman uh, for the Devils when uh, everyone is uh, healthy, and it's been it's been great to have him uh, be there because they don't the Devils uh, don't have a lot of very good left defensemen until now, which they have you know Graves, Ty Smith, and uh, Siegenthaler. Uh, then on the Right defenseman side, Damon Severson. Uh, this is this one's a little bit of a interesting uh, piece, just because he's he's really good offensively, but there's times where he just makes boneheaded defensive mistakes that ultimately screw the Devils. 
But, you know, I, I still think he's good. The Devils are definitely going to have to address the right-handed defenseman um, so, uh, side of the defense because P.K. Subban's contract is up, and I honestly don't think that they're going to re-sign him to a deal. I think it would be best if the Devils decided to move on from P.K. Subban because he's just he's clearly not the player that he once was. And, you know, that's okay, but I just think it's time to go sign or trade for a different right-handed defenseman that could be beneficial to the team. So then, obviously, we have um, we have the lineup for tonight, which I'll talk about before we get into some uh, trade rumors that have been uh, going around. Not necessarily, like, you know, these are just scenarios that uh, I found online that I was like, that would be interesting to um, bring up. So the lineup for tonight would be uh, Sharon Govich, Heischer, and Bratt, which I think that's a very solid uh, lineup going uh, as a top line. Boquist, Zaka, Jimmy VC. That one is, uh, I don't, it's all right. It's not great. Um, Andreas Janssen, Dawson Mercer, and Thomas Tatar. And the fourth line is Mason Gertzen, uh Michael McLeod, and Nathan Bastian. Defensive pairings are Jonas Siegenthaler, Damon Severson, Colton Smith, and or Ty Smith, not not Colton, Ty Smith, and P.K. Subban. And the third pairing is Colton White and Ryan Graves with John Gillies and Nico Dawes as the goalies. Uh, that is a, another thing that we will get into later is the goalie situation. <laughs> But those, that seems like the probable lineups for tonight against St. Louis. And um, I will keep you guys updated as to what happens throughout that game tomorrow. So now going into some uh, trades that I found that seemed very interesting to the uh, New Jersey Devils. And that would it would start off with the um, Chicago Blackhawks and the New Jersey Devils. And the Devils would receive... Alex to bring it, and the Devils would give up. Hang on one second. The Devils would give up a first round pick, top three protected, uh, and Shakir Mukabadulin or Alexander Holtz for to bring it. Um, this one is a interesting one, just because uh, Mukabadulin has been a very good prospect uh, defensively so far for the Devils. Uh, he's been playing out in Russia, but he's been. Uh, playing at a very, very good uh, pace, and uh, he's looked very good, and hopefully the Devils can kind of bring him uh, over to play for either in the AHL or the NHL uh, within the next year or two. And Holtz has been uh, very solid in the AHL. Uh, His NHL uh, stints this season haven't necessarily been stellar, but to be honest, he's being kind of thrown into the fire uh, during those stints, so I don't really... I don't really blame that on him. And Debrinkit has been uh, very good for the Blackhawks. 27 goals, 12 assists, 39 points. That's a very solid season so far for him. But, uh, I, you know, Debrinkit's a very solid player, but I just think giving up a first-round pick and Mukabadulin or Holtz is not necessarily the type of move I think the uh, Devils should make. Then uh, another trade we've got is the Devils would get... Uh, Jakob uh, 
Chikrin, and the Coyotes would get a 2022 first-round pick and a 2022 second-round pick. Um, I think that that would be a very solid deal for the Devils because uh, Chikrin is a, has been a very solid defensive for, uh, player for the Coyotes. You know, he's uh, this season so far for his stats, he's got um, two goals, eight assists, ten points, which doesn't sound stellar, but his defensive play has been off the charts. Uh, and I think that's the type of player that they, they could use. But you never know. Uh, giving up some of those picks is, uh, you know, still tough. A 2022 first-round pick, which could be benefit pretty high for the Devils. Uh, given the way that they've been playing and their standings in the Metro. And a second-round pick could also be pretty bad for them, too, because uh, it could be very beneficial. Uh, then another trade with the Coyotes would be the Coyotes would get Pavel Zaka and the Devils would get Lawson Kraus. I don't know if I'm necessarily saying that right. but um, So, obviously, Zaka has been... Zaka hasn't really had a fantastic season, he is, um, you know, he hasn't been playing to his potential, if I'm being completely honest. I just, he's been all right. Nothing like too, too stellar, but, you know, he's got um, 12 goals, 9 assists, 21 points. That's pretty solid, but he's been playing on the wing a lot, and he stated that he doesn't necessarily like to play in the wing, but I just... Maybe maybe it is time to move on from him, but uh, we'll see. I don't necessarily know um, what they'll do, but if he stays great, if they move him and can get some uh, something something pretty good back for him, then I think that's the right choice to make. Um, and for the Coyotes, uh, Lawson Kraus has twelve goals, ten assists, twenty two points. So they're kind of like similar players. It's just more of uh, you know, um, it's just more of a position change because uh, Kraus is a winger and Zaka is clearly clearly not. So we're um, I'm you know that's what I think about that one. Then uh, we've got for the final trade rumor is the Devils and the Oilers. So it would be uh, the Devils would get Miko Koskinen, uh, Raphael. Uh, Lavoie, Matei, Matei, Matei V, Matei V, I could be pronouncing that horribly wrong, but um, Petrov and a second round pick from the Oilers, and the Oilers would get Pavel Zaka and Thomas Tatar with 50% retained uh, by the Devils. This one is kind of an interesting move just because, you know, Koskinen hasn't been, been very good for the Oilers. He's got a 16-8-2 record right now, uh, 3.15 goals uh, against, and a .9 uh, save percentage. So it's not bad, but it's not great. And, you know, he is 33, and I just think that that one's not necessarily great. Then they would be getting... Um, they would be getting... Two players in um, one second. Uh, Ra- Raphael Lavoie, who he this season so far in the 
AHL, the not the AHL, yes, the AHL, sorry, with the Bakersfield Condors. He has played in 34 games. He has nine goals, uh, nine assists, and 18 points. So that's not necessarily bad. He's a you know younger guy, so it'd be good to get a, another young guy uh, in the Devil system. And they would be getting uh, Matvey um, Petrov, who's a left wing, which would be very good for the Devils. He's also 18 years old. And he's been playing in the OHL. He's played 39 games. He's got 26 goals, 36 assists, 62 points So this season. So I think that would be a very good uh, pull for the Devils. And you're giving up Pavel Zaka, who's not playing up to his standards. And you're playing, you're giving up Tom Tatar, who's not giving up to his standards. And I, I really think the Devils got to address. Uh, they, they need another wing player. That's for certain. I think... Guys like Jimmy VC, PK Subban, Pavel Zaka are probably going to be the three guys that they consider their best trade assets that aren't uh, in the AHL or in their um, prospect system. And I think that that would really benefit the Devils uh, the most. So hopefully they can work something out because they got to do something. Um, they, they have to do something. They also have to address the goalie situation, which has not been great. Bernier, uh, out for the season, signed him this year um, as a veteran backup. Mackenzie Blackwood was not healthy at the start of the season. Um, still was not very, not necessarily healthy as the season went on and has been dealing with heel issues still. And that one is entirely on the Devils' uh, medical staff. I There's no excuses for that. If Blackwood is not healthy enough to be in the net, do not stick him in the net so... He plays with a bum heel, which obviously is not pleasant. And, you know, then it's just kind of, he looks bad and people, fans start to turn him. I, I don't think he's a bad goalie. I really don't. You know, most of this season, I think, is because of the heel, which was obviously not addressed. And I think now they're finally taking the time to let him uh, heal himself because it clearly wasn't working. But now the problem is, is they're, their goalie situation is just a revolving door. It's been, you know, John Gillies, Akira Schmid, Nico Dawes, um, and that's basically it. <laughs> it's it's not been great, and that's part of the problem. So they this I, basically I'm this season is is lost. I I'm chalking it up as a loss. You gotta go in free agency or via trade. Get a goalie. Get another right-handed defenseman. Get a and get some more offensive players to play with the with the young guys they've got because you know Heisher Hughes, uh, Sharon Govich is good too. Um, you got all these guys, but you're not necessarily doing anything that um, will has benefited them in any sort of re- like real way. So hopefully they can address that uh, either before the trade deadline or at the trade deadline or at the start of free agency, or even through the draft. So that pretty much wraps up uh, everything that I wanted to talk about this week. And stay tuned to listen to, uh, stay tuned to uh, hear more about the um, St. Louis Blues game and the um, Pittsburgh Penguins game on Sunday. Um, To get more information about that uh, tomorrow. So hope you all enjoyed and have a great day.